VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey, we're Kim and Kat from the horror movie comedy podcast, Kim and Kat Stay Alive, maybe, on the Dread Podcast Network. We are fast approaching our 200th episode. Ah, can you believe we've done almost 200 of these? It's crazy. Well, we want to do something special to commemorate the occasion. So, for our 200th episode, we're having the first ever... So we're going to be giving away awards featuring moments from our first 199 episodes in categories like best made up character name, best word salad, most random tangent, best jump scare, best running gag, and more. We might even have a few surprises along the way. Here's the best part. You get to choose the nominees. So go to our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive Maybe, right now and comment on the Sammy Awards thread to nominate your favorite moments in each category. Feel free to suggest your own categories, too. You can also nominate your favorite moments by tweeting at us with the hashtag Sammy Awards. The winners in each category will be chosen by our patrons. So if you want your voice to be heard, be sure and sign up on our Patreon. Love you guys so much, and we can't wait to hear what moments stuck out for you in our first 199 episodes. That's wild. So let us know and check out episode 200, where we will announce the winners. Nominations are open now. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Maybe we're a horror movie po- comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. This week, I have chosen the identity of Ketron Porter. I have chosen the identity of George Washington Carver. Oh, so pleased to meet you, good sir. <laughs> um, Where will Kim be today? Uh, In me packet. Oh, that's... Wow, I'm learning so much about you, George Washington Carver. One, that either you are a, are a giant or you have turned my best friend into a wee little person. <laughs> Too bad it's an audio medium, medium and you'll never know. I won't. I'll never know. I'm also lighting some sage. I just kind of 
like I need to light more sage in my life. So I'm just kind of keeping it around the house. So kind of any room I walk into. Hey, why don't I light some sage? That's how I am with incense. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And Palo Santo. Even though both Palo Santo and sage are not doing well on the... Uh, no, but you um, can get the locally uh, sourced sage. Extinction list. Extinction. Or endangered Thank you. species. Yeah. So... Just be sure to get your sage and Palo Santo at, you know, locally sourced places that aren't contributing to the crisis. That reminds me, my husband's cousin Olivia is in town and we're keeping an, she's from Springfield, Illinois, and we're keeping an ongoing list of the most LA sentences she hears on our trip. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing her her own overheard LA. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> with just me and Eric. So I may have to, though she's not here right now, I may have to add that one to the list. Um, our PSA about Sage and Palo Santo. <laughs> I have no shame in quote unquote LA things. They're usually just like healthy and yeah. like good things. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. Like, oh, Did you think so there was shame? No. The rest of the country isn't doing these awesome things sorry there is Um, there is no shame in our game at all speaking of shortages i'm having a real shortage of drinks right now like i need to go grocery shopping i don't have anything all i have is a bottle of water right here that's so boring how am i supposed to get through this i kind of don't know i'll be honest what am i supposed to do i didn't even have i don't know like almond milk to like make a smoothie or something wow 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 that's really scary are you okay nothing nothing i tell you i'm so sorry well gina holes out tits up to our boring water there's my bottle of water (laughs) (laughs) annie hoozle how have you been great i um did some stuff this weekend i went with eric and your cousin to a comedy show which was fun oh yeah you saw brian regan brian regan um gonna go see dodgers v phillies this weekend very excited to see my boys my boys are the phillies fyi not the dodgers fuck you oh yeah i guess that would be confusing to some of our listeners but yes yeah very cool i'm excited well well, do you want to hear a movie yeah i have no idea what it is yes you do because i told you about it but i'm glad you forgot okay uh this... I remember you telling me about it, but I don't remember what you oh. said. <laughs> well, this um this was actually uh Oh wait, was... no, I remember. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Uh this was actually Eric's pick because Eric's birthday is in February and like there's just like December, January, February, March is all like kind of months where we sort of try to pick movies that are specific to the to a theme so like his birthday got brushed over so I was like you pick the movie this week what do you want me to watch and he's just such a gem of a husband because for his birthday he got me a gift <laughs> so thank you Eric Lane Porter Martin because I watched Fanatic is it the Fanatic or Fanatic hold on it's Fanatic um the philly fanatic the philly it's a horror movie about the philly fanatic uh, the philly fanatic i have a philly fanatic uh puppet i know you do Hand puppet what is the anatomy what is the bone structure of that being what is its skeletal 
skeletal. He's just a big boy. He's just a. <laughs> he's got a regular skeleton, and he's a big boy. He's got a regular skeleton. I mean, why are you shaming him? I mean, he's got a bit of a nose skeleton. Maybe thing I don't going know. On. I thought that the Philly fanatic was kind of shaped like a, uh, like that, like like uh, that purple McDonald's character. The pur- yeah, he's also just a big boy. Uh, hold on. What do, what I gotta, do you think their bones look like underneath there? I got to look at this. This doesn't seem right to me. Like he's just, just sort got of, a bit of a beer belly. Oh yeah, he does. Okay, I see what's happening. No, he's he is just a big boy. All right. What do you think the cartilage of his nose looks like though? Yeah, his his only bone structure that's different would be his nose for sure. Also, I was thinking of Grimace. Grimace was who I was thinking about. And he is just sort of quite literally a pear with yeah. teeny tiny little legs under there. But I guess what you're saying is there could still be a regular skeletal system on there. All right. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think bones are underneath? <laughs> what do I think bones are? Listen, I'm going to do a little bit of research into the skeletal structure of the Philly Fanatic and Grimace. Why are we Great. talking about this? Oh, you, because I'll the do movie. A, I'll do a movie. A movie? Um, I'll give you, I'll send you a little video of my Muppet. Puppet. Okay. Puppet. <laughs> also, I will post more on the skeletal structure of both of those characters for everyone. Because I bet somebody else has thought about this. I, I really do. would bet that no one has ever thought about it or cares and there's nothing on the internet about it. I can't fucking wait. To prove you wrong and learn everything there is to know about the skeletal structure of the Philly Fanatic and Grimace. Um, anyway, I watched The Fanatic starring my side piece, Devin Sawa and John Travolta. Um, my side piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> starring both of our side pieces. <laughs> Listen. Well, I'll just get into it. I won't. I won't. I won't say my impressions yet. Um, is this sort of a backhanded? Now, this is a movie I wanted to do anyway. But did I choose to do it? And did Eric choose to do it as, at a strategic time because we would like Devin Sawa to present one of our Sammy Awards? Maybe. So, if you're listening, Devin, <laughs> you know, was it was was it maybe why I chose to do it at this time? I don't know. Anyway, we're doing a 200th episode Sammy Awards, Devin, and we'd love to have you participate. Moving on. You can also go to our Facebook group to put in some nominations. Yep. And um, anyone who'd like to vote on the winners can join Patreon. Yep. It's going to be great. Our 200th episode is the first official Sammy Awards, so participate. Kim's going to have it on the show notes about how you can do that. This is directed by... Uh, one Frederick Durst, <laughs> and it is written by one Frederick Durst, ampersand Frederick Durst, ampersand David Beekerman. So he's got a Kevin Williamson situation on his it's hands. It's written by Fred Durst and Fred Durst. Yep, Fred Durst, Fred Durst, and David Beekerman. So wow, um, good for him. Yeah. So here we go, fanatic. And um, what year is this? 2019, which I thought it was later than that, but also what is time? We had a pandemic in there, so who knows? Agreed. Um, 2019. So, Dead or Alives, uh, Moose. Alive. Hunter. Alive. 
Leah. Alive. And Dora. Alive. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Starts with words on the screen that say, you are a fan. Without you, I'm nothing. Quote, Hunter Dunbar. We now have like an, a bird's eye view and like just kind of going through the city of Los Angeles. I live there. Me too. We like sage and green juice. Yes, we do. Watch out for your Palo Santo. Keep it safe. <laughs> okay. So while we're looking at the city and it's like the, it's like the Hollywood boulevard part of the city oh okay. like it's Got it. you know it's i the, worked um, there for many years yeah on ye old boulevard it's the place where if you've never been to la before you must go but then it's also the soul suck of anyone who lives here um it's a very interesting <laughs> sort of wormhole of a place Correct. and i worked there for five years yeah right yeah. on the soul suck yeah right right <laughs> in the right i mean kim's Kim's restaurant where she worked was literally in the background of, like, most of this movie. So, uh, it's true. It's at the yeah. Roosevelt Hotel. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> great burgers there. Um, Delish. I mean, really good. And they have a Guinness milkshake that I highly, highly recommend. So as we're going through the city, we have a voiceover of a girl saying, L.A., I call it the city of bullshitters. But who am I to judge? I live here too. This place will suck the life right out of you. Some people pick themselves up after getting the shit kicked out of them. Others break. <laughs> Gone. Kim's just doing a little, <laughs> a little um, ASMR over my, um, <laughs> over my talking. I think you can hear me. Um, we're just we're just trying that out. We're just adding a little <laughs> ASMR background noise. Yeah, just a little ASMR background noise. Just seeing how you like I it. I was just doing a little warm up. I forgot to do my vocal warm ups. Speaking of LA, yep. Speaking of LA, well, shall I continue? All right. Here. We <laughs> Ready? Just what I was getting. <laughs> I was trying to do but I got it, but I got it, but I got it without making sound. Fail. Yet here we are. Um, okay, so uh, some people pick themselves up after getting the shit knocked out of them. Others break down like an old station wagon. You can try to put off the inevitable, inevitable, but everyone breaks down eventually, even a person's spirit. But Moose, he's unbreakable. And then we see, like, uh, the screen fills up with a crude sort of cartoonish drawing of John Travolta, who plays Moose, on a moped, mopeding through uh, Hollywood. We then see John Travolta, Moose, we then see John Travolta, nope, we then see Moose walks into a souvenir shop. Moose is John Travolta. Yes, I just don't want to call. Yes, I just don't want to call him John Travolta. Making sure when you were correcting yourself, (laughs) no, that they are one and the same. They are the same. Okay, got it. 
They're the same. Moose. I call Moose. Yeah, I just wrote JT over and over again, and I don't want to call him that. So Moose. All right. So Moose walks into like it's not like one of the souvenir shops that necessarily sells like like the Oscars that are like world's best boss or whatever. It's more like the souvenir shops that have like collectible items. Okay. And uh, the guy who works behind the counter knows him. Like clearly Moose comes in here every day. And Moose says that he he like comes in, he's like really excited. And he's like, I got invited to a cast and crew party with Hunter Dunbar. And as he talks, um, and we sort of got a sense of it on the moped, we see that that the character of Moose is maybe not all there, that he is um, mentally a bit delayed or challenged in some way. Okay. But clearly, you know, like lives alone, goes around the city, just is not quite all he's challenged in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So he's he's telling the the shop owner, I was invited to a cast and crew party with Hunter Dunbar. Uh, the shop guy then says, oh, wild, because he's actually coming here to the store tomorrow oh. to sign books. Oh, shit. So Moose, like, freaks out. Like, he is, like, so overly stimulated and then also kind of, like, frustrated with uh, the shop guy for not having told him because now he feels really unprepared. And the shop guy pulls out this vest that's, like, a sleeveless leather vest on the back of it in bedazzled letters. It says Rico. And we learn that this was the actual vest that Hunter Dunbar wore in a movie called Vampire Killers where he played a vampire killer by the name of Rico is all I can ascertain starring uh, uh, Hunter Dunbar who is Devin Sawa, to which I say, when are we making Vampire Killers starring Devin Sawa as Hunter Dunbar as Rico? That's what I would like to know. Okay, so Hunter Dunbar is an actor. Yes. Famous actor. Okay. Yes, played by famous actor Devin Sawa. Fucking Vampire Killers. Let's do it. Spinoff. Yeah. So the guy shows him the best, and... Moose is like, can't you just sell it to me, man? And the shop guy is like, it's $800. And Moose is like, I, you know I don't have that kind of money. And finally convinces him to sell it to him for $300, which Moose says is all the money he has. Mm. And the shop guy is like, it's so hard to say no to you, Moose. Um, but he sells it to him. And then Moose like puts it on backwards so that Rico is in the front. And he's like, that's on backwards, Moose. And Moose is like, I know. <laughs> and so now we see him walking down Hollywood Boulevard with his um, with his vest on backwards. And he, like, takes a selfie of himself by his moped, like, so you can see the vest. Uh, we then see footage of Devin Sawa in Vampire Killers <gasps> as Hunter Dunbar fun. in this vest. And let me tell you, did I think I was into Devon Sawa wearing a sleeveless leather vest with bedazzled Rico on the back of it? Hell I didn't yes. know, but I definitely am. So I can add that to my list. No doubt. Yeah. And then we see film by Fred Durst. Um, for all those teeny tiny babies out there, that was a very 
famous, famous person back when Kim and I were younger. He's the um, lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Yes, he is. And also a movie producer, I guess now, and director and writer. Uh, it's kind of grainy film of like Hollywood. And then we see produced by Fred Durst and John Travolta. So John Travolta was all mixed up in this thing. We then are home. And vampire killers? No, just, uh, the, yes, they, they also produce, they're working on vampire killers together as well. So, uh, we're then home with Moose in his apartment, which basically, it's always a little bit dark, but it appears to be like if Eric's office was an apartment with the amount of like memorabilia and toys about, like you can't really move without knocking into something kind of vibe. Okay. And he also, like, takes the vest off and, like, kisses it and puts it somewhere. And then he starts practicing in the mirror to introduce himself to Hunter Dunbar. Mm. And it's just, like, really heartbreaking and sad. Like, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, watching John Travolta play this person was difficult. It was because he did a very good job. Oh, good. Um... I'm still, like, not quite sure how I'm to feel about playing mentally challenged people because it's, like, it's a real tough one for me, and I'd love anyone's input that has it. I think the part that's tough for me is that, like, the very act of playing someone with those specific types of mental challenges may preclude them from being an actor and themselves right. I was just thinking that. Yeah. so therefore i understand like it's a different kind of, of disability right that could sometimes yeah it's hard to say um, yeah because in general yeah I, I would prefer when they just cast fucking people yeah or just yeah the people that and have those things you don't need to put a fat suit on someone right right i know Plenty, plenty of actresses. Yeah. Wonderful could, actresses that can play that role for that you. That can totally play that role. Or many other things. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is I was emotionally affected by John Travolta's portrayal of Moose. I would not go so far as to say whether or not it was a respectful portrayal because I can't speak to that. I I did I I was moved by it, is all mm-hmm. I will say. Mm-hmm. So um He's practicing in the mirror and he's like kind of beating himself up, but then also like praising himself. So he'll be like, you're so stupid, Moose. You're okay. You're okay. I'm all right. And he's like, you were really rad in Vampire Killers. Um, And he's like, and it's kind of like jump cutting. You know what I mean? Like, cause, yeah. so he's practicing yeah, he's for a long a time. Um, side note, I think yeah. what would help probably is if you postmortem like a little bit more of like the making of it and maybe some I think that's a great like Fred idea. Durst and John Travolta. So and John way, Travolta. Um, yeah. Cause I bet if there was like a lot of research done into it and like maybe people on set and like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's um, a great idea. Stuff like that. It would probably yeah. inform your thoughts and feelings. Add that to the list. Kim keeps our postmortem list because she's so organized and helpful. So then he starts commenting on his shirt, which is like a button down short sleeve shirt that we see at a lot of like horror cons where it's like a a collage of different horror characters. Okay, sure. 
Yeah. Um, and he's like, this is, you know, this shirt is a one and only. They only made one of these. And he's like, I can tell you where to get it. And then he's like, he's going to love me. He's going to love me. And it was just really sweet. We then cut to Moose in an alley looking very um, agitated. And we hear a voiceover of the same voiceover from the beginning. And the voice says, I put some of the blame on myself. And up walks um, a girl, early 20s, um, you know, ponytail jeans and and uh the voiceover says i just wanted to be a good friend is the voiceover a female voice it's her yeah it's the girl that's walking up and so moose is like leah what took you so long what took you so long and he's like i've been here like 200 hours and she's like okay okay she's like did you bring the cutters and he holds up like scissors and she's like i said bolt cutters moose and he's like i don't know what those are and he's like but do you see the shirt it's the best horror shirt there is will he like it will he like it and leah's like yeah i think he'll like it and she's like all right we're just gonna do this the old-fashioned way so what she does is she basically just helps him hop the fence over into like a swanky kind of bar lounge area and he like falls in the garbage on the other side he's like i'm all right i'm all right is my shirt all right and she's like, just get his autograph and get out of there. So I, at this point, don't know what Leah's uh, job is. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but it would have been helpful for me to know what her job is at this point. So I'll just tell you. She's a paparazzi. A paparazzi. Oh. Okay. So that's how she knows, like, where people are going to be, but doesn't necessarily have access herself, basically. Got it. Uh, um, uh, were you going to ask something before? In my brain, I was like, oh, this is the cast and crew party that he was, quote unquote, invited to. But it no. is. Okay, no, it great. is. Okay. Yeah, but he wasn't That's what invited. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he goes into the bar, obviously looks like very out of place right. in clothing, haircut, like and demeanor. Yes, very much and so. A, yeah. And uh, he goes up to the bar and the bartender's like, what can I get you? And he's like, strawberry milkshake. And the oh, bartender's no. like. We only we have Guinness have. milkshake here. Guinness milkshake. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, my God. Now I really want to go get a Guinness milkshake. Me um, too. I can make one for you. Okay. So. How's that blender doing? I just remembered. <laughs> I just remembered. Except there's a hole in your blender. <laughs> there is. Oh, my God. What if I had forgotten and tried to make a. Do you know how mad I would have been? The new one came. I just have to like put reinstall the blade i don't know i'm very upset i don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> so the the bartender is like no we don't do milkshakes um and he's like but is is hunter here and the guy's like who you know because like bartenders working those events yeah. they don't fucking know anybody well, um they were at the pl- establishment <laughs> yeah exactly not with um, the people i just think it's interesting for people that like don't live in la that like that Especially working like on this on Hollywood Boulevard, like where Kim worked, like you see celebrities so often that you kind mm-hmm. of are don't even know whether or not you're working a celebrity event sometimes. Like you're just kind of like, this is just the job yeah, that I'm going to today. Same. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
sometimes like you don't even know that someone is a quote unquote celebrity. Yeah. So. yeah. But they sure as fuck they want sure you do. to know that. Yeah. I will say the usually the people that are the most well known are tend to be the nicest. There's yep. like a lower level of people that are fighting for it that yeah. tend to be mean. There's a lower level of people that are constantly asking the question, don't you know who I am? You're exactly. And the answer most often is, I don't. 100% no. Yeah, yeah. Or God forbid the fucking club uh, promoters Uh, from the club next door. They were like the rudest, most disgusting people. I was like, I fucking hate you guys. Who do you think you are? There's literal like massive superstars that come in here that are so kind yeah it's wild and when i when people are like that i'm always just kind of like i don't know it's similar to like don't you know what the stereotype is of you guys and you're just like playing into it like you're yeah i guess that's part of it it's like if you don't care then it doesn't yeah make a difference so no strawberry milkshakes he then walks up to this actress and he's like amanda and he's like amanda and she's like talking to another woman and they're being polite but they're very much like he's a very uncomfortable person Mm -hmm. to have approach you Mm -hmm. he's also like he's huge i don't ever think i realize like how like huge john travolta is like he's a large person um He's pretty I mean, I guess they could have had him on that. Yeah, they could have had him on Apple Boxes for all I know, but he seemed pretty tall. He's also just he's very girthy now. Like he's not like skinny Danny Zuko. He's yeah. built very I'm gonna big. I'm going to need you to um postmortem the skeletal uh of three things. <laughs> the Philly fanatic, Grimace the and John Travolta. structure of John Travolta. Yep, you got how it. How could he be so huge? You what are got his it. bones? Yeah. Maybe what if we find out that they're they all have the same bone structure? They probably do. There's big boys. Yeah, they're just big boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is what are we saying? And so he's like, I'm your biggest fan. And he's like, you should do more horror. You're a great final girl. And she's like, I like your shirt. She's, like, genuinely sweet. Like, Uh obviously she doesn't like his shirt, you know. But, like, she's not saying it in, like, a Regina George kind of way. Like, she's being sweet. And uh, he's like, it's the only one in the world. And then he kind of, like, cuts her off to be like, it's Hunter Dunbar here. And just gets real, like, not reading the room. And Amanda's like, oh, he's at his son's play. And he starts, like, hitting himself. Like, I I thought he was going to be here. He then, like, starts to go into his backpack, but, like, is very agitated going into his backpack. So then security is like, you got to go, dude. Um, So he's being escorted out, and then he gets really mad at Amanda. He's like, Amanda, don't let them do this to me. Um, And then starts screaming for Leah, who's just kind of in the back, like, not making eye contact because she's like i needed you to not let people know that i fucking helped you climb over the fence to get into this event that i'm not supposed to be at either because i'm paparazzi you know like Mm -hmm. it was just so she pretends not to know cut to banging on moose's door 
Moose goes to answer the door and it's Leah and she's super pissed. She's just like, you acted like a maniac. And like Moose can't hear it. He's like, great movie, not a great remake. (laughs) And she's like, I put my job on the line for you for your little hobby of, of collecting autographs like a child. And now he starts to get like really worked up and he's like, Amanda got me kicked out. Amanda's the one who was, who was acting like a celeb utard. Leah starts kind of being like, the camera is my life, Moose. Like saying like, if you had gotten me in trouble, like I wouldn't be admitted to these type of, like you could have fucked my whole thing up or Mm -hmm. whatever. And he's like, you said Hunter was going to be there. You promised. And she like kind of straightens up and she's like, don't yell at me. Because he's like in, this is what I'm talking about. He's a Mm -hmm. big guy and he's like in her face. And he's like, you're not my mom. And then like, the energy kind of calms down because she just kind of like brushes him off and she goes to his fridge and they have like a middle finger off where like he gives her the middle finger and she like gives him the middle finger. And then he does the thing where you like blow into your hand, like you're blowing up a, a uh-huh. balloon. Uh-huh. And then she does the one where you like are rolling a Twist crank. Up. Uh-huh. Yeah. To, and he starts being like, oh, my God, that was hilarious. That was hysterical. Like, he uh-huh. loves that she rolled her finger up. So they clearly have, like, a rapport that goes beyond just seeing each other on the boulevard. Cut to Moose dressed as a constable a in the constable. mirror. constable. Yeah. And it's. Which looks like. A, a British police officer. A British police officer. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. But then. <laughs> Otherwise referred to as the Beetle. I'm going to call the Beetle on you. The Beetle? Yeah. That's what old-timey, what they referred to the constable as, the Beetle. Maybe his hat kind of looked like a little Beetle. I guess so. But then the Beetles. Yeah. Well, this was B-E-E-T-L-E-S, not B-E-A-T-L-E-S. And also... The, the the voice I was doing, I don't know if you could tell, but that was from like the 1700s, 1700s. Oh, I didn't get the, um, t- the, <laughs> the time frame. Yeah, I didn't get the year based off your um, fucking well, accent. Well, you're, you know, your ear's not as finely tuned as mine. We'll work sure. on it. So, um, but here's my question. Okay, so he's putting on like a fake mustache, like all that, and he's like getting ready in like a gross bathroom, like off the boulevard, basically. Oh god! And he's practicing his British accent, which was not much worse than the one I just did <laughs> right now. Um, and he's like listening. What to year a, was it from? Um, his. Well, I think that was part of the problem is that his was from like you know early two thousands. Oh. Not, not the appropriate costume here exactly yeah um so then it's intercut with him being a constable on the hollywood boulevard where all of the characters are nightmare fuel it's most awful hellscape on the planet possibly but here's my question what what character was who dresses up as a british He's the Beatle. I get, yeah, but I'm like, I've never. Maybe it's from a movie or something. Does anyone know? Let us know. Or let myself know because I'll post mortem. Yeah, it was just really interesting. Like he wasn't dressed as, you know, like Spider-Man or whatever. It's probably some deep cut. We don't know. Like Charlie Chaplin. I think there's like maybe like some movie where like 
where like Charlie Chaplin's like running real fast and then there's a beetle chasing him. Maybe that's what he is. You think he wouldn't need to work on his accent then and he'd be silent. Yeah. Touche, Bernsey. (laughs) Touche. Well, everyone's ignoring him and it's very sad. And I'm like, they don't know what he is either. Yeah, I know. They're like, who, why do I want to take, take a picture with an old time? Like I've never seen that Charlie Chaplin movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, who's Charlie Chaplin? And how did I know to say that name? (laughs) So he's on the boulevard doing his thing. We then see a crowd start to gather around somebody on the boulevard. And it's this bro dude who's just, I mean, he's a bro who does close-up magic on the boulevard. Mm-hmm. I just, okay. like, oh, no. if the Hollywood oh, Boulevard no. is hell, this particular type of person <laughs> is Beelzebub himself, for sure. <laughs> It's, um, there's a very specific listener who's going to be the most upset by the description that I just gave. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to hate that. Yeah, it's a bro dude on Hollywood Boulevard doing close-up magic. magic. Yeah, it's bad. Mm -hmm. And he's in like a, he's in like a blue tank top that like shows off his muscles and it's just, (laughs) like his vibe is just so bad. Like it's just a bad, bad vibe. Wow. And then muscles and magic, eh? Muscles and magic, and his name is uh okay. so close. It's like right. it's like so close. Todd. Stad, Todd. Todd Stod. Stod. Todd Todd. And what rhymes with Todd that a really overly Todd Bod? Oh, <laughs> that's really good, but no, I'll give you a clue it rhymes with Jod. <laughs> Rhymed with Jod. That's Bod. <laughs> Mod. Cod. Dodd. Wad. Lod. She's so close. Sod. Brad. Just go through the alphabet. Ed. Bod. Cod. Dodd. And Fod. God. <laughs> I get it now. I see where yeah. you're going. <laughs> yeah. Todd the God. Todd the God. So it is a bro dude in muscles, tank top, doing close-up magic, telling everyone to call him Todd the God oh, on no. Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, no. It's, oh, no. Did I? It's, oh, no. Like, it needs to, he needs to be added to, like, the pantheon of, of serial killers. Like, Michael of, Myers. Of her. Hellraiser. Her yeah. Todd the God. <laughs> Like, we I need just, to add him to it. Uh, I'm having a little PTSD to, like, I know when I would. So I worked at the Roosevelt. Our friend Lonnie <clears throat> worked at Hollywood and Highland. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes on my break, I'd run over there and, like, say hi to him. But to get there, you you got to go through, like, you, the river the of sticks. The deepest, darkest <laughs> across the river yeah. of sticks otherwise yeah. known as hollywood and boulevard was, <laughs> and it was a tough tough zone like you're, yeah. you're everyone's trying to hand you cds mm-hmm. and 
so in many 2022 in, tw- in 2016 everybody you're you have people trying to hand you cds on but Hollywood it's a trick because they're like yeah. you hey you want the cd and you're like okay fine get out of my way they're like you can listen to it right <laughs> here and then they try to put headphones on you like they and then it's you can really, buy the cd yeah it's, it's upsetting yeah and so many so many other things oh my god todd the god ah. yeah yeah oh my god oh my god and it's one of those things where like listen kim and i get it if you've never been to hollywood obviously go to the walk of fame but there is a misconception you do not need a day to go to the walk of fame you mean like one 20 hour minutes max 20 minutes 20 is all minutes. you need I'm te- honestly, what there's nothing there that can't be seen get in 20 in, minutes. Get attacked, get out. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So this is Take where we Take some are. pictures and be <laughs> Yeah, as you're getting molested by boat. Todd the God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so he's there with a the crowd and he's like, "Oh god, I forgot what he also calls himself." Todd the God is a hardcore illusionist. Hardcore, a hardcore say? illusionist. Oh, is that David yeah. Blaine style? I think he. I think Todd would be like David Blaine. Like doesn't have the balls to do what I do. Oh, I see. I That's Todd the God's vibe. Okay. So he then pulls out, um, a nail, like a pretty big nail, like kind of a little bit smaller than like a railroad nail. Um, and he's like, test this nail. Is this a real nail? And like hands it to some like derpy guy in a hat, you know? And the guy's like, yup, that's real. And, uh, he's like, it's real and it's hard. And Todd's like, ha ha, you know, penis jokes. I get it. Yeah. God, I hate him. Um, (laughs) and, oh, I forgot to add someone to the dead or alive. Todd. Dead. I hope he's dead. I mean, that's a shame because I have so much context now. But yeah, I know. But I couldn't like not let you say whether or not. <laughs> Just pray for his death. Yeah, I needed to give that to you at least. So he then takes the sh- the nail and shoves it through his nose, and blood starts spurting everywhere. Ew. And while this is happening, all of the tourists are like, "Wow!" And like, nah, and like throwing money in his bucket and stuff. But What's the this, trick? What did it? What do they think he's doing? Sticking the nail through his nose and not being but sad about it. Everywhere. Yeah, I guess he's just like there. It's just the magic of how hardcore he is. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I think magic would be like sticking it through with no yeah, blood. Agreed. Not hurting Maybe- yourself. Maybe the nail disappears, but the blood doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what Todd's doing. Listen, I'm not a hardcore illusionist, um, and I don't spend a lot of time on the, on the River of Sticks. So that's true. That's, um, those are facts about you. Yeah. So while the while he, the crowd is like wow, the guy in the hat that tested the nail is going around pickpocketing all the tourists. Mm, it's a trick. It's a trick. The real trick is the trick you don't know is being tricked. That's with the a, illusion. Yep. The illusion is not the is bloody your nose wallet nail. In your it's your wallet. Not anymore. So cut to 
uh, a little bit later on the boulevard, Todd and Hat Guy are having a fight because Todd gave Hat Guy his cut. Hat Guy's name is Slim. And he's like, this is all I get. I'm doing the hard work, Todd. Fuck you. <laughs> and Todd and Todd's like, fuck you too, Slim. And then Todd then corners Moose. Moose is like trying to <gasps> oh, get away. No. Don't be mean to Moose, please. And he like corners him. And this is where I see like Todd energy. Like he's definitely on like meth or something. Like sure. he's just or coke or something <clears throat> just real sped up. And PCP for all the fuck I know. I don't know. Um, and he's like, Moose, I have a preposition for you. I've ended my partnership with Slip. And or for. And or for. Or, yeah. Uh, a proposition for you. I ended my partnership with Slim and I want you to take over. And poor Moose is like, I don't want to, Todd. <laughs> and he's like really upset. And Todd keeps kind of like not letting him pass. And he's like, I'm meeting Hunter Dunbar. And Todd is like, more like Hunter Dumbbell. Guys, don't give them anything. They'll walk away if you don't react. Pull a Kim. Don't react. Don't move your face. (laughs) It was bad. And so Moose turns to him. It's like, he's the greatest actor on the planet. And... Uh, Todd is like, well, then maybe you should introduce me. And Moose is like, I don't know him yet. And he's like, I don't want to pick pockets, Todd. I don't. You don't respect the boulevard and you don't respect the fans. They're people. And Todd's like, people? They're not people. They're tourists. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. So. (laughs) You can see yourself out, Todd. I know. Todd, don't ever come back. So now we cut to Moose rushing into line at the souvenir shop. So that's what he was late for because member Hunter was going to sign books. And so he's at the shop. Yeah. So now he really is going to meet Hunter Dunbar. So now he's at the shop where Hunter is signing autographs and there's like a big line. (laughs) And (laughs) And Moose is like holding the vest and like all of his markers like this. So that he can pick which marker he wants to, to use. She's holding them up in front of his her face. It's just like so. It's just, He's like so. Excited. Uh, yeah. And as he walks in, there's like an imaginary spotlight that falls on. Uh, Hunter. Sawa. Yeah. And I was like, is that spotlight in the movie or did I put it there with my brain? <laughs> I don't know which one it is. It was in the movie. Um, and then Moose kind of snaps out of it because it's like just about to be his turn. So like he's about to like step up to the table. And then the owner comes up to Hunter and is like, hey, there's an emergency in uh, the parking lot. And he's and Hunter's like, I'm busy. And he's like. Um, it's blah, blah, blah. He says a woman's name. Let's call her Rena. I don't remember what it is. It's Rena. And he's like, oh, okay. All right. So he like gets up, goes out to the parking lot and Moose is just like, huh, huh. And like, so upset. And. And the owner, uh, doesn't the owner know? No, I know. That's how excited he is. Honestly, I was like, tell him one person person later. later. Yeah. Like that was. That was a little frustrating to me, but so Hunter goes out to the car and it's a woman in the back alley sitting in her car 
with a kid in the back and we learn it's his ex-baby mama and the kid in the car is his kid. The kid's about 10, I would say. And she's like, I had a date, Hunter. And Hunter's like, it's not okay to bring him here. Like, I'm working. And uh, she's like, you promised. And he's like, I'm sorry. I know. I fucked up. At this point, Moose comes out into the alley. And he's like, I think you forgot to come back, Mr. Dunbar. I think you forgot to come back. And, like, Hunter is kind of ignoring him, like, still trying to talk to whatever the fuck her name is. And he's like, I fucked up. And he's like, you can totally unload on me tomorrow. Just give me 30 minutes here. And she's like, 30 minutes. And she drives off. And at that point, he, like, turns around but kind of, like, ignores Moose and, like, walks past him. And Moose is like, I'm on your side, Hunter. I'm on your side. And he's like, whoa, man. Like, gets kind of, like, two in his space. And he's like, you got to learn some manners, man. And Moose is like, okay, Mr. Dunbar. And and then he's like, will you sign this? Question one, what do you do? What does Hunter do? I sign it. I sign it. Does Hunter not sign it? Question mark? I don't know. I'm that is for you. Okay. <laughs> for you? Okay. <laughs> oh, double D. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun is right. So at this point, honestly, I kind of feel like if Moose had just been a little less over the top, this wouldn't have happened. But instead, Hunter gets pretty agitated and he's like, I'm done for the night. And Moose like still doesn't know when to back off. So then Hunter's like, back off or I'm going to sign your face with my fist. And that's Mm. not a souvenir you want to take home. And I was like. I mean, I think it kind of is. I kind of do want to take that home a little I bit. I mean, I don't want to take that home, but I think he does. Um, yeah, me neither. More um, on my boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he he. <laughs> so he goes in aside, and Moose like throws his stuff on the ground, like he's really upset. So, question two. You just had an opportunity to meet Hunter Dunbar and you didn't get to. So what is your next move and what is his next move? I'm going to move on with my life. And uh pretty sure there'll be another opportunity. I live in Hollywood, baby. They're everywhere. Um, so yeah, I'm not worried about it. And uh, ooh, what does he do? So where did Hunter go? He walked back inside, but he specifically said to Moose, I'm done for the night and I'm not signing anything else. But mm. obviously had to go back in to leave, basically. I think he follows him. Point for you. Moose does not follow him. We then cut to Moose asking Leah how. She finds celebrity houses. Houses. Oh, no. And. No, no one wants you knocking on their home door. Nobody wants. I, I'm not even famous and I don't want you knocking on my door. I don't want anyone knocking. I don't want anyone knocking on my door. I don't want any, like literally anyone knocking on my door. Someone knocks on my door. I'm like, what the fuck? Who, what are you doing? Oh, the Uh, mailman? What? Get out of here. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) if my husband knocks on the door i'm like there's a hide a key asshole don't ever do that again 
Um, I've actually yelled at Eric for knocking on the door. I'm like, you don't knock on the door. You figure it out. You don't bother me in that way. She sounds like a great wife, people. I am. I'm awesome. So she's like, sure, I'll answer your question. She's like, if I want to get an embarrassing pic of some hungover celebutard in their bathrobe or whatever, she uses an app called Star Map, postmorteming whether or not that is a real app. Um, and she's I mean, like, they do sell those star maps on. That's why I was curious if it's like an actual app that you can get now, which would be pretty smart. Um, and she's like, even if the address is wrong, you still see someone because they all live up there. And she mm-hmm. refers to like the Hollywood Hills or whatever. And she's like, so it's always a cha-ching for me. Like, that's mm-hmm. what she uses. And she, he, Moose is like, do you, do you think it would be hard to find Hunter Dunbar? Now, at this point, Leah is like, Moosey, I don't want you to get accused of stalking. And Moose is like, I'm not an idiot. And like, clearly he gets real triggered by like specifically the word stalker. That, like, seems to really upset him. Okay. And so he's like, I'm not an idiot. And Leah's like, I know you're not. And she clearly, like, is kind of, like, trying to calm him down, like, appease him. So she, like, tries to steal one of his french fries. And he, like, kind of playfully bats her hand away. And uh, he's calmed down now. And Moose is like, okay, I'm downloading. I'm downloading it. And then as he's downloading, she just kind of, like, smiles at him. And he, like, gives her. And he's like, you can have one fry. And he, like, hands it to her and she, like, takes a bite of it and then just kind of looks at him, like, while he's on his phone and, like, smiles. And she's like, I love you, Moosey. And he just, like, in his phone is like, I love you, too. Like, it was – it's really – it's really sweet. Cut to next day, she is on the – maybe this is on the phone. I think it's on the phone. So next day, he comes into his apartment he's on the phone with Leah – and he's like, I saw Ben Affleck's house and James Franco's house is on here and Jamie Lee Curtis and Ben Affleck has two pools. And I was like, <laughs> two pools. Let's go. Um, and he's like, I'm practically neighbors with them. And Leah's like, don't forget what I said. And Moose is like, I won't, okay? And she like smiles and like says goodbye. We now cut to later that evening. Moose is writing a letter to Hunter and kind of like swaying back and forth. And we're seeing that same thing where it's like clearly it took him a long time to write it because we're jump cutting to different takes of him doing it. So it's like him writing, you made it clear that I bothered you and I'm sorry. Crumple, throw away. I waited in line for over an hour. Crumple, throw away. Will you please give more time to your fans? Without us, you're nothing. Will you please sign my vest? And then he's like, I should draw a picture of the vest. Yeah, I'll draw a picture of the vest. And then he signs it, Love Moose. Cut to him walking through the hills. Now, she refers to up like this, which we would know as the Hollywood Hills. But then later on, I feel like I see something that suggests it's Beverly Hills. So it's one of the hills. The Hollywood Hills or the Bev Hills. Unclear. Mm-hmm. Um And he's, like, walking up this beautiful fucking street. I mean, with all the gated houses and just gorgeous. And he's, and he's, like, 2845, 2845, 2845. And he gets there and he takes a selfie, like, looking through the gate of the house. Hunter Dunbar comes running up with his kid who's on a bike. 
So Hunter was out for a jog and he had like, he still had his shirt on, but it was pretty tight. So he was like, I'm just going to leave a little to the imagination. And I was like, okay. Um, Let me pause real quick. Yeah, real quick. Have you been working out? Um, Of course you've been working out. Of course you've been working out. You've obviously been working out. I can tell. So he walk, He goes up and he's like, hey, Danny, you know, go go fire up the Xbox. Like tells his kid to go inside. And he's like, can I help you? And at that point, Moose is like, hi, Danny. Like obviously knows who his kid is. So he's like, hi, Danny. Hi. Hi, Danny. Don't talk to his kid. Don't talk to his kid. Don't talk to his kid. Yeah, this was this was tough because I was definitely like. At no point, like, Hunter, <clears throat> Hunter could have just signed the fucking vest, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, now it's, like, now we're at a new level and yeah. you kind of don't know where you're at. Um, and and Moose looks unstable. Like, he's much bigger, taller than um, De- Devin, obviously. Crazy bone structure. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously not as, like, jacked, you know? Um, But um, he's got a whole different bone structure. He's got a whole different bone structure. And he gives me a whole different bone structure, (laughs) if you know (laughs) what I mean. Um, So, God. I'm just, why am I so shamelessly thirsty? Why am I begging Devin Sawa to listen to this, to hear me be shamelessly thirsty and then have my husband edit it? I don't know. But I'm going to keep going. So really, here we go. You're really pulling a moose. Uh, I am if, pulling a if moose. If were to actually listen, you're really pulling a moose. You're you're not making it great for him to want to really, work with us. I'm really moosing it up, aren't I? You are. I'm moosing it up. I'm yep. moosing it up. All right. I'll pull back the moose. I'll pull, I'll pull back the mooses. Here we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so... At this point, Devin, like, gets in his face, and he's like, I don't know if you're deaf or some kind of pervert or how the fuck you found my house, but I don't ever want to see you in this neighborhood again. Hmm. And a lot of alpha male energy. A lot of, lot of... Hunter is <clears throat> angry. Yeah, and Hunter definitely is like, I solve my problems by attempting to be the most alpha. Like, that's definitely his default for sure i'd love to see him and todd in an alcohol oh my god devin would absolutely destroy todd okay (laughs) and i would pay money to see it so sorry demos demos gotta demos myself don't get me all moosed up kim you can't you can't get me all you're the moose you can't get me all moosed and loosed all right all right so (laughs) i can't moose you down That's, that's your prerogative yeah so Hunter's in his face. And Moose says, I just wanted your autograph. I bought your vest from Vampire Killers for $300. And he, like, holds it up. Question three, what do you do? What just Hunter sign the up? fucking vest! <laughs> just sign the vest. Like, I get it. I get it. But, like, it seems like the best way to get this person to go away is just sign the vest. Mm-hmm. Just sign the vest. Mm-hmm. That's all they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I'm concerned. Ah, fuck. 
You just sounded like David Arquette's character when he was <laughs> no, Buffy not David the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, when he was dying. No, it wasn't David Arquette's character. It was um, Paul Rubin's character. Paul Rubin. Yeah, when he's dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that, that was movie. Me trying to decide. Um I think he still doesn't cuz he's all alpha male and just like get the fuck out of here. Oh no. Double ding. <laughs> I know. Double ding. Listen, I know that Hunter is triggered and scared for his family and I don't blame him, but I just think yeah, maybe agreed. Maybe a little bit of therapy might give him some other tools in his toolbox to deal with conflict is all I'm saying at this point. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's like, you want an autograph? Give me the pen. Give me the pen. And he like takes the pen, but he kind of like stabs it into Moose's chest. And like, so not on the vest, just like on his shirt and just kind of like scribbles something. And he's like, no, get the fuck out of here. And, um, and, uh, Moose kind of like winces and like walks away. He's got very like injured puppy. Yeah. Like, vibes. This is, this is like Moose it's and really Mufa upsetting. Devin Sala I, a little I, bit. Like I'm just yeah. like, oh my gosh. You're well. Right. I, mean, I get it. He's acting. But like that energy is. I know. Sad. It does make me sad. It does I'm make off the sense. moose. You're moosed up. Don't lie. She can't even hide her face. She's fucking I'm, moosing it up again. I'm, I'm still a little moosed up. I'm still a little moosed up. I'm off up. the moose. I'm off the I moose. Know. You got to win I'm me still... back over, Hunter. <sighs> I'm okay. off. I kind of know exactly where he's going to, and I'm excited about it. Okay. <laughs> um, so he's now we hear voiceover again of Leah talking and she's like, they said you should never meet your heroes, but meeting them is not the problem. Yeah. Meeting them is not the problem. It's when you get too close, close enough to see what's behind the mask. Uh, that's a line. People, man. Yeah. That's a line. They don't want you to cross. You know, and I've, I've said this, Maybe I've said it to you, Kim, and I'm sure I'm sure there's going to be so little disagreement with what I'm about to say that I'm going to be slightly offended, but also know she's right. That like when I become famous, that people are going to be like wanting to wanting my time and energy when I may not be ready to give it. There is a very likely scenario that there is going to be more than one person that is going to have an impression of me that I am a huge bitch. Yeah. Totally. See what I mean, guys? See what I mean? <laughs> See what but I mean? like, I'm way less of a bitch than you are, and the yeah. same would be said about me. Yes, that was sort of the point that I was trying to make. Um, but I knew that it would be a great opportunity for you to. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess what Kim is saying is it's not that much of a stretch to think of me being yeah a raging I'm bitch. Such, like a sweet, kind, empathetic person. So like, it would be shocking that everyone, anyone, thinks I'm a bitch, mm-hmm. but. They would. Mm-hmm. They would. I have my moments too. Totally. Yeah. So not as many cheerleaders. Not as many as me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's right though. Um, <laughs> so I get it. All right. So ominous music. Now the music is turned ominous. 
and we have shots of the hills, the Hollywood sign, uh, the Griffith the the Griffith Observatory. Okay. And uh, Moose is walking down the boulevard to the bathroom to change into his his constable costume to dress up as the bait. Oh. And um, he's taking a pic with the kids. So we did get a pic. It was like, I'd like to take a picture with the constable. That kid knows what he is. Uh, he does. Yeah. And and he's like talking to a tourist. And it's like kind of jump cuts again of just like his night as the constable. And he's like, a lot of people think I'm from London, but I'm not. Like, ah, Moosey. Moosey. Nobody thinks too. that. And... um. And the the tourist is like, you really seem to know your stuff. And he's like, I sure do. I sure do know my stuff. Oh, I love it. You know your stuff, Moosey. Um, Moose then sees Todd, the god, Mm -hmm. gearing up for his show. And he kind of says to the tourist that is standing in front of him, like kind of, he's like talking to himself, but the tourist is still standing there. So it's kind of to him. And he's like, Todd is not a god. He's full of doo-doo. <laughs> Todd is full of doo-doo. Truer words have never been spoken. He's just no. full of doo-doo. So he's like, I respect Hollywood. He doesn't. Cut to Moosey in the bathroom again. And he's like, you're good. You're so good. Like practicing his accents. Here comes ugh, full of doo-doo Todd. And his dumb, dumb sidekick, Slim. And they start, like, bullying him in the bathroom. Mm. And he, uh, Todd is, like, showing Moose all of their money that they made. And Moose is, like, kind of cowering. Mm. But at one point, like, kind of very quietly under his breath is, like, why do you steal from people? And then they kind of, like, start pushing him around being, like, what? What did you say? What did you fucking say? Mm. At that point... Dick, the security guard, who we haven't met before, but is just a lovely human being, comes in and he's like, leave him alone. And like, Dick. Yeah. So I love you. Dick gets. Oh, yeah. Dick gets all the dings. Dick comes in and saves him from Todd, the God and Slim. Dick saves the day yet again. Doesn't it always? (laughs) Here I am to save the day. I'm Dick. So they leave him alone, but not without saying shitty things to Dick, you know. And Dick comes up to Moose, who's still, like, pretty upset. And he's like, why do you let them, you know, fuck with you? And Moose is like, they're just playing. They're just kidding around. And Dick is like, they're really not. Like, they're not your friend. And he's like, one day you're going to need to learn to stand up for yourself. And at that point, Moose, like, doesn't make eye contact. He's just like, I'm late. And he, like, leaves the bathroom. Cut to maybe I see a sign of Beverly Hills. That must be what it is, because all I wrote was Bev of Bev Hills. Um, oh no, not Bev of Hills. Capital B, capital E, capital V. Bird's eye view of Hollywood Hills. Oh, okay. Um, nice. I was picking up what I was putting down. Nice um, job. Thank you. So now we hear voiceover of. I have no idea why Moose would go back to that man's house. No. And he's like, and she's like, but I suppose when you find the cookie jar, it's hard to not go back for more. 
So mm-hmm. now Moose is like looking through the brush and over the fence and stuff into his house. And he climbs the fence like he did. <gasps> no! Into his home? Climbed oh, no. the Moose. fucking fence because he realized he he could do it. He could climb a fence and be okay. Oh, no. So he climbs a fence, letter in hand, and he falls down the other side. And he's like, I did it. I did it. And then he walks into the yard, like is distracted by something in the yard. So he's like immediately not stealthy or hidden anymore. And it's like a dead flower in a pot. And he gets very upset. He's like, why would Hunter Dunbar let this die? Like, why would Hunter Dunbar let this flower die? At that point, the maid starts banging on the window to be like, hey, get out of here. Moosey runs off, but he drops the letter in the yard. The maid then comes out. I think I meant to go back and watch this later, but then I forgot that I meant to go back. I think she's holding an Oscar. Like, <laughs> like she that was, she was it like up to dust it. Yeah, something like that. Um, it's definitely like an award of some kind, and it looked like an Oscar. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, way to go. So she's clearly like, you know, agitated. Cut to yeah. Leah outside of Earth Bar, which I can only imagine is a play on Earth Cafe. Earth Cafe. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's where all of the celebs hang out. Or at least they did in the early 2000s. I don't know anymore. If that's still the hot spot. But um. I'm like, we hung out there. <laughs> are we celebs? We are. It was remember like the entourage guys were there like literally every day. I do not. I do oh. not ever know that. That's a yeah. fact that's new to me. Well. Or was that just in the show? I think it was probably in the show. It was just in the show. I don't think I was actually there when they were there. I think it was their characters that were hanging out at Earth Bar, and I somehow transposed that to be the actors themselves hanging out at Earth Bar. Or Earth Cafe, while Earth I also Cafe. while I also was at Earth Cafe, which was very rare, and so doesn't really make a ton of sense now that I'm kind of laying it out like this. <laughs> Great, <sighs> glad we figured that out. Anyway, Earth Bar in this movie has no milkshakes, and so Moose doesn't like it. But nevertheless, Leah's out here take snapping pics of said celebrities that hang out at Earth Bar, mm-hmm. and um, she's like Moose, like don't mess up my vibe she's like i just got an awesome pic of hunter dunbar's co-star who blessed me with a see-through blouse and no bra and i was like is she in friday the 13th part (laughs) Part five um at this point moose is like funny you should mention hunter dunbar so he tells her that um he went there again and she's like, they're fighting. And at one point he's like, you told me about the app. And she's like, I did not tell you to use the app. And she's like, uh, she's like, I thought you'd get a kick out of it because you're like the biggest movie fan I know. I would not have told you about it if I knew you'd turn into a creepy stalker. stalker. And he's like, I'm not a stalker. I'm a fan. And he's like, you're being so mean. And gets like really upset and walks away. And is like, you're not my BBF. And he definitely says BBF. Best bud forever? Maybe it's best bud forever. Mm. And then he runs into Todd. Todd. Get out of here. 
And Todd was like sitting on the hood of a car smoking a cigarette or PCP. I don't know what Todd does. <laughs> and do you smoke PCP? I don't know. Todd does. So, <laughs> so he like kind of, you know, gets in front of him and he's like, we're going to make mucho bucks tonight. And he's like, uh, I need cash in a bad way, man. And this is where he's like, you know, hasn't gotten his PCP fix. Right. And Todd is and Moose is like, leave me alone. And Todd starts like mocking him and calling him a pussy. Question four. What do you do? What does Moose do? Um. <laughs> I'm gonna go away. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking blank face him. Ooh, and walk away. Okay. And we know how effective that is. You don't fucking phase me. I love you it. Don't even phase me, Todd. You don't even exist to me. What movie, is Todd? Um. I don't know, but I know it is something. It's uh, The Craft. The Craft. Yeah. The Craft. Yeah. Nancy. Oh, I love that You movie. don't I even exist along. to me. I, I haven't have either. Watch. Let's do a Sammy watch of The Craft just for shits. I love it. Fun. We're doing it. Write it down. Um, what does Moosey do? Um, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't been real violent as a person that we've seen um maybe he just tries to like uh, to try to like tell him to be like shut up like leave me alone tries to like get him to leave him alone i'll give you one and a half points for that i'll take it because he does in fact try to get him to leave him alone but what he does is Moosey snaps. Oh, that's what I was waiting for. I was like, are we going to get something else out of this? But I'm yeah. not sure. Moosey snaps and starts strangling him. Oh, no. And he's like, I wish Freddy Krueger would come and chop your head off no. and throw it in the street. And a truck would squish it and blood would splatter everywhere and everyone would watch it. To be fair, he's just saying what we're all thinking. 100%. Like, I'm sort of like, I don't know, just finish it off, you know? But he lets go, which is, you know, I'm sure I would have let go at some point, maybe. So (laughs) lets him go and just, like, walks off. Todd the God is shooketh. Like, he Uh is real shooketh. Because once again, it's like, Moose is all meek if you don't poke the beast but as soon as you poke the beast you're like wow you're six four and 300 pounds and it's terrifying Real of mice and men situation 100 percent, yeah so but todd still is trying to be a god and he's like you're not <coughs> you're not worth it i let you strangle me or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. dick the security guard saw the dick! whole thing and so moose like kind of runs up to dick and he's crying Aww. And he's like, am I in trouble, Dick? Am I in trouble? Am I going to get in trouble? And Dick is like, no, Moose, I'm proud of you. And Moose is like crying. And he's like, everyone needs to stop picking on me, even my friends. And this is where Dick says, Todd is not your friend. No. And Moose says, they need to stop calling me a stalker. Cut to, well, yeah, maybe. 
you know, look yeah. up the definition Maybe of stalker, Moosey. behavior. Mm-hmm. And we won't call you that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, we're just trying to help you, Moosey. So we now cut to Hunter Dunbar's house. Mm-hmm. And he's making a smoothie in the kitchen and uh, blending it all up. And Dora is Dora is the maid who, you know, shook an Oscar at Moose. And she's like, I I really need to talk to you about something. And he's like, you know, making a smoothie. And he's not really taking her complaint of whatever she needs to talk to him about seriously. Like, he's clearly very just kind of distracted. And she tells him, like, there was an intruder. And he's just kind of like, are you sure it wasn't the gardener? And she's like, it definitely wasn't the gardener. Like, I know the gardener when I saw him. Mm-hmm. Um. And Hunter's like, well, whatever you did, it worked. Like, just not all there. The maid then kind of starts to look like she's going to cry. Like, she kind of starts shaking. And at this point, Hunter, like, sees her and he's like, oh, my, are you, oh, my God. He's like, you're shaking. Are you okay? And, like, comes over and, like, hugs her. Like, are you, I'm so sorry. Like, what's wrong? And then he kind of puts his hand behind her head. And then he kisses her the maid Mm -hmm. and she kind of like is into it but then pulls away a little bit and she's like we can't do this anymore and he's like yep sorry totally Mm -hmm. sorry my bad and she kind of like walks away and he's like hey dora you're doing a great job and then she's like thank you and walks away and he's like shit like realizing like i can't be kissing the maid like this is probably why he got divorced is kind of the vibe mm-hmm, that I'm getting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he now goes out to the gardener and asks the gardener, like, did you see anything? And the gardener doesn't hear him because he's got headphones on. He's like, you got you to gotta be able to hear me when I'm talking to you, man. So he takes his headphones out. And the gardener's like, I didn't see anyone. Um, and then the gardener's like, it's raining. So, like, I, I can't finish my work. Can I go home? And Hunter's like, yeah, 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 go home. Like, that's fine. And he runs back inside. Cut to Hunter and Danny running out of the house now because they're late. So it's like in the morning and it's right after this has happened. They're running out to the car and you just hear uh, Devin be like, you're going to score a bunch of goals today or what, buddy? And I was just like, oh, dad vibes. Mm -hmm. Daddy vibes. Um, Mm -hmm. We then see Moose watching from the bushes. Oh, no, Moose. No. And we see... Dora on the balcony cleaning something. We then see Dora see the letter that Moose had dropped the day before. Mm-hmm. Question four, you're Moose. Oh, no, you're not Moose. You're Dora. You see you see the letter. You go to it. And at this point, Moose comes running out at you and ah. says, no, don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Question four, what do you do? What does Dora do? I'm going to fucking throw that letter at him and run inside and call the police. Okay. And grab a knife and lock all the doors. Okay. And windows. Um, she is also going to run inside. But keep the letter. One point. She does not run inside. 
she starts kind of like whipping him with her towel, being like, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> and he then is very upset by it and punches her in the face. Oh, no. Moose. No, you can't. And she goes down. And he's like talking to her and he's like, he's like, oh, no, are you OK? You're OK. Oh, that's a nosebleed. I had a nosebleed once. It wasn't fun. I had to put paper towels up my out my nose and then sees a wind chime up on the balcony is kind of distracted by it. And in mid sentence just walks up to the wind chime. We then pan down to Dora and she's dead. Oh. <gasps> Oh, my gosh. Like, you can see that, like, he basically hit her nose bone up into her brain. Like, because you can see her nose is, like, completely broken and shattered to the side. And she's, like, face is totally bruised all here and eyes wide open. Like, she died immediately. Holy shit. The real of mice and men situation. Yeah. Yeah. So she's now. Oh, no. Dead on the lawn. You just killed Dora. Yeah. So we now cut to shots of Hunter Dunbar's awards in the house. And we cut to, we then cut to a hand going like this. What am I doing? Uh, Waving in front of the, waving to see if something is in the way. Like what you might do if there's a laser to see if there's a laser there or something. Okay. And, uh, we then hear Moose say, no laser, no alarm. So he's now gone into the house, into Hunter's house. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm in Hunter Dunbar's house. Uh-huh. And he's looking around at all the awards. And he's like so excited, like clearly has now lost track of the fact that he just. He, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Um. And he's like, Moose is in the house. And he's like banging on the piano. And then he opens up the refrigerator and it's like a shot from inside the refrigerator. And he's like, poor Danny, all that money and no ice cream. And then he like pulls out a jar and like sticks his finger in a jar of something in Hunter Dunbar's refrigerator. Don't put your fingers in my jars. Yeah. And like, <laughs> unless you're Hunter Dunbar, and then you can put your finger in any of my jars. No, I'm off the moose. I'm not off the moose. Okay. Um, Keep the moose in your pants. I can't. So um, so he eats it. We now cut to him. We now cut to him. Oh, God. Having just used the bathroom and his reading material was a script that someone had sent to Hunter Dunbar to see if he would do it. <laughs> and so he comes out of the bathroom and is like, not a good script. He should not do it. And <laughs> And then he starts, like, looking at the pills, like, on Hunter's medicine or uh-huh. Hunter's counter. Yeah. And it's, like, picks up one. It's, like, two for sleep. And then he picks up another one. It's, like, one for insomnia. And then he's, like, poor Hunter Dunbar. He shouldn't be taking drugs. And then he picks up Hunter's toothbrush and brushes his teeth. With no. Don't use my toothbrush. Yuck. And that literally made me be like, are there Lord. any are there any mystery people who have ever like used my toothbrush and I don't know it? What if someone just sneaks into your house to use and your uses toothbrush? my toothbrush? Like they what don't if do they do? Else. We all know you have a hide a key. 
I do. Fuck. No, I don't. That This is from a past episode. By the time you hear this, the Heineke will be gone. Um, <laughs> they're just coming in without knocking because they know you hate knocking. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I've ruined everything in so many very specific ways in this one episode. Have you ever shared a toothbrush with someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't love it. Like, it's not, it's definitely not, I'm not not grossed out by it. I'm not either. I'm a stranger. Yeah. But someone that I'm already, like, exchanging mouth fluids yes, with. It doesn't exactly. bother me as much. It's not, like, my cho- choice. Like, I, I would like us to have our own tooth- yes. toothbrushes. Yes. You know what I mean? But, like, yes. if the situation arises and yes, it's cool that is to, my to share, that's fine. That's my exact vibe. Like, I'd rather not, but I will for certain people. Yeah. Which at this point would be like you and my husband. That's oh, it. Oh, no. You can't have it either. In an emergency, I would use your toothbrush. I wouldn't allow it. I, I don't know that you'd ha- have any choice in the matter. I'd be a stealthy toothbrush user. Nope. She has an alarm on her toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> but we it's only for me. mouth fluids. So you're not on my list. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. When you're right, you're right. Um, so he just brushed his teeth. Now we cut to him watching home videos of Hunter. <laughs> Moose. I know. And he's Get like watching it. I don't even I, I don't even know what to do at this point. I'm just like, no, like so you, so it's so bad to interfere. It's so bad. Yeah. And he's like watching it on a camcorder. So like he's watching it on the little screen of a camcorder. And then we see that he just starts nodding off falling asleep in mm-hmm. hunter's house we then see him wake up to the sound of a car pulling into the driveway oh gosh so you hear hunter dunbar coming in the front door question five what do you do what does moose do <laughs> Moosey. i don't know i don't want to live this life anymore you've made so many mistakes I guess um, I was going to say hand in hand we hide, but I'm not even sure that that's his tactic. I think he could also just be like, hey, Hunter, how are you? Um, I read your script and uh, Uh, here's how I feel. And uh, I'd also like an autograph. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with that for him and hiding for me. He hides. Okay. Uh, Which I too was surprised. (laughs) I was like. (laughs) Okay. We now see Hunter walking around his house. Hunter is looking in a mirror right now of himself. Uh, And he's like checking himself out. And he like is washing his hands. And as he's washing his hands, we see like a silhouette of moose like creep creep by the door. And hunter goes to the closet and puts on a blazer and at this point we can see that moose chose to hide in the closet mm-hmm. uh but hunter is a little too distracted um and he picks up the phone and he's talking to somebody oh i guess his baby mama's name is brenda because he's like brenda's on one of her tears again and he's talking to someone he's like saying yeah i'm not gonna do it i don't want to be away from danny that long unless they come up with uh more money and then he goes, oh, and uh, you should know, I kissed the maid again last night. And whoever's on the phone is like, you're an idiot. Because he's like, I know, I'm an idiot. 
And he's like, some weirdo's been sneaking around the house and it made her feel weird. And he's like, okay, call me. And he's like, okay, call me. And like walks out of the closet and we just like see Moose like swaying back and forth in the closet, just his eyes. Uh, Bird's eye view of the hills at night now. We're inside and this is where you might get all moosed up again, I think, because it's uh, Hunter like sitting on the counter while Danny brushes his teeth and he's like, you got to brush your teeth, bud. And he's like, even if mom doesn't enforce it, it doesn't mean we don't do it. So like it's starting to sound like maybe the mom is like not a great mom. Mm -hmm. Um. And he's like, you got to brush at night and in the morning. He's like, because you're a big boy now. And that's what big boys do. Like, he's just being real Mm -hmm. cute. cute. And cut to him, like, tucking Danny in now. And Mm -hmm. he's like, he's like, he gets down, like, real low. And he's like, hey, bud, how's your mom? And he's like, she getting you to school okay? And Danny's like, yeah. And he's like, you know, you can always call me if you need anything, right? And Danny's like, yeah. And then he's like, I love you, buddy. And like gives him a kiss on the head. And I was like, we then see as this little exchange is happening, a hand reach Ah. out from under the bed Ah. and like Ah. grab a toy or something of his. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what he grabbed, but then it like just cuts to like, like Hunter turns the light off and it just cuts to like, oh, my God. Under his son's bed. And this really made me think, like, I was like, there could be people in my house. (laughs) Under your bed, using your toothbrush. Fuck. I mean, I have lots of storage things under my bed, so I don't think anyone can fit. For that purpose. (sighs) But also, I'm like, where are people hiding that I don't know? Um, So... Now we get a shot of the house outside of the house or inside the house, but it's like time has passed and we see that Hunter is now asleep in a chair in the living room and the camera is like zooming in closer and closer and we see that Moose just walks up and stands over him. Ah! I this movie fucking fucked me up. Like first of all, first of all the fact that like the like the character that John Travolta is playing has I I don't know how else to describe it other than like hurt puppy energy like was yeah. super super fucking triggering, but then also on the other side being like but this is also terrifying. terrifying. Like this is so scary. So he's like standing over. I fall asleep him. in my living room chair all the time. Yeah. Moose might be standing over you. Uh. And he then like picks up the pills on the side table, and it's like all the sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. So like we're like, oh, Hunter's like out, like it's induced sleep. And so then Moose like sits down next to him in the couch, and it's just like swaying back and forth. And then he gets <laughs> up, and he tries to take a selfie. Oh, God. Right next to Hunter Dunbar's head, drops the phone, and, like, Hunter just kind of, like, shifts his weight. Question six, what do you do? What does Moose do? So you've just dropped the phone. Hunter kind of, like, shifts, doesn't fully wake up. Uh, what do you do? What does Moose do? Did I drop it, like, on Hunter? Yes. Or, like, on the floor? On his lap. 
Oh, <laughs> um, I'm going to very gently pick up the phone and leave this out and check myself into um, um, an anti-stalking clinic. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, and something. probably confess to um, some crimes. An accidental murder. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about Dora. Oh, poor Dora. Okay. And um, get some get some help. Yeah. I think he grabs the phone as well, but doesn't leave. Double ding. Moose, get out of there. Moose grabs. Get moose. Out. Come on, moose. Uh, let's there. go. <laughs> so he grabs the phone and tries to take another selfie. But this time, while kissing him on the forehead. Oh, God. Still doesn't wake up. So then Moose covers him with a blanket. <laughs> he then stirs. Moose is still just standing Don't over cover him. cover me with a blanket. Just go away. He then waits for him to, like, settle back down again. And then Moose grabs his earlobe. And then smells it. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's what he did. And then he starts poking and lightly touching his face. He's just like, I'm like, are you trying to wake him up? Are you trying to wake him up? What are you doing? Gosh. But he doesn't wake up. So he just sits back down in the chair and gets distracted by the movie that's on TV. And it kind of like morphs into a flashback. Uh of baby moose watching this movie on tv and his mom behind the couch making out with the dude and uh the dude being like what's with the kid and the mom being like oh he's got his movies don't worry about moosey like you know Mm. of just his childhood we then see that the movie that he's watching is the crackler no (laughs) yeah you don't exist me no it's barbler Ah! they're coming to get you barbler (laughs) uh night of living dead and we now cut to daytime hunter dunbar's alarm is going off his phone alarm my goodness and it doesn't wake up hunter it wakes up moose who manages to run out just before Hunter comes to. Cut to Hunter Dunbar now driving Danny down the road. Okay, so they're in they're in Hunter's car. And he's like, all right, little man, you want to put some music on? Bonus question. What music does Hunter Dunbar put on? He says, I used to listen to this back in my day. Limp Bizkit. Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Limp <laughs> And so he's driving down the road and he sees Moose walking down the road, like uh. in his neighborhood. There's no, it, there's only residences of rich and famous people on this right. road. Question seven What do you do? What does Hunter do? Uh. <laughs> I think I'm going to call the police. Okay. And be like, this dude is like, won't leave us alone. Okay. Um, I'm being stalked. 
I think he like stops and confronts him. Double ding. So he sees Moose. He speeds up. Like I was like, is he about to fucking run this guy over? Because like he like putting the pedal to the metal and then he just comes to a screech and stops right behind him, gets out of the car and like goes right the fuck up to him. And he's like, if I ever see you here again, I will shove my Remington shotgun so far up your ass. You'll be shitting bullets and blood for the rest of your life. Say it. Say it. And um, Moose is like covering his ears and like really upset. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll be shitting bullets. And Hunter's like, no, that you'll never come back. And he's like, I'll never come back here again. And he's like kind of crying. And then he's like, that's right, you fucking stalker. And then oh, Moose no. turns around and is like, I am not a stalker! Cut to those crude drawings again of Moose. Like, one is of Moose strangling Todd the God. One is of him in his constable uniform, like, running with a letter to Hunter. Cut to uh, Moose mopeding down the street of Hollywood Boulevard, clearly like very still distressed. And he like falls and like wrecks his moped. And he's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Cut to him being the constable and changing uh, in the bathroom. And he's like swaying in the bathroom and he looks really agitated, agitated. And so like, he's just basically, we're just seeing a montage of him just being like very emotionally upset. Mm -hmm. We now cut to him in his apartment crying in the mirror calling him Mr. Dummy Bar. And he's like, you have not made the best choices, Mr. Dummy Bar. You have not made good choices. And he's like, Ghost Trip was so stupid, and I stuck by you always. It was not okay. (laughs) So it's just, like, really fun. It's really heartbreaking because I'm just like, listen, you can't have people coming to your house and like using your toothbrush like you can't or punching someone to death right we haven't even gotten there yet um but like he also just like clearly doesn't know what he's sad yeah yeah. um it's a modern day of mice and men that's what i really feel like i know gosh it's really Uh. upsetting so we now cut to moosey bringing like a bunch of Hunter Dunbar memorabilia out into the alley and like dousing it with kerosene. And it's like him burning the stuff up spliced with him watching vampire killers, like crying and eating popcorn. And we just hear Hunter Dunbar's character Rico be like, revenge is my middle name. (laughs) And then he like kisses the girl or whatever. And and then Moose is on the couch going, you just pretend all day. That's your job. Anybody can do that. And I was like, um, excuse me, but people go to lots and lots of school and training to do what he does, but um, <laughs> whatever. Very much. We then cut to him like stabbing a doll in the head, which is <sighs> I mean, not a great Moose. sign. I really need you to get some help, buddy. Yeah. Really need you to get some help, my friend. Well, here comes Leah. She's trying to help. Cut to Leah banging on his door. And uh, she comes in and she's like, you look like shit and it smells like gasoline in here and you've been using the Star Map app. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she holds up his social media, I guess, that is a picture of him kissing Hunter Dunbar on the head. 
Now, this may this is a point of contention that I may have with Mr. Durst. Um, because put a pin in that. I'm pretty sure she specifically says using social media to show yourself kissing Hunter Dunbar. Okay. Put a pin in that. Um, she's like, I could show this to police. He then is like, don't do that. Don't do that. And she's like, you don't listen to anyone, Moose. She's like, give me your phone. He won't. And she's like, do you want to lose your only friend? And he then gets really upset. And he's like, that's it, Mia. You're blocked. And he like pulls out his phone and blocks her and then kind of pushes her up against the wall. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, of mice and men. Like, she's like, oh, my God, you're too strong. Too strong. Your bone structure is huge. Yeah. You have the bone structure of Grimace. And um, he kicks her out. Like, he's like, get out of here. We then cut to. So what's the pin for the social media? Or we're coming back. We have to come back to it. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, at the end, because if I tell you what my issue is now, it'll give something away, so. Okay. I mean, I was thinking he could have a private account if that was a thing. If that, I don't know what the issue is, but you know what private I Private mean? account. Yeah, maybe. So maybe it's only, like, Leah and, like, a couple other people that even follow him. Yeah, that might have solved it, possibly. So, yeah. So, that might have solved it. Um, we then cut to those crude illustrations again, but now it appears to be an illustration of a man on the ground that looks like Moose in a puddle of blood. Oh. We then cut to a close-up of Hunter Dunbar's face, and he has tissues shoved in his mouth. We pan out. He's tied to his own bed. This is real life? Oh, no! And he, like, comes to and, like, spits the tissues out of his mouth. And he's like, what the fuck? Hey, help! And we cut to Moose on the ground next to him in a pool of blood. Oh. And he's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then Moose jumps up and he's like, ha, 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 you got jigsawed. I got you. I got you. (laughs) Hunter's like trying to get out of the ropes that are tied. And Moose goes into another room and comes back in with a Jason mask on and a knife. And Hunter is like, I hate this. I Hunter's like, did you want uh, an autograph? I'm happy to sign an autograph for you. Whatever you'd like. So he's over him with a Jason mask and Hunter's like, no, no, no. And he stabs him in the (gasps) chest. Oh, shit. Then he lifts it up. It was a fake knife. It's a fake knife. And he's like, I fooled you, Hunter Dunbar. I'm a good actor. And he's like, you were good too, though. Better than Jamie Lee Curtis. But then he sees that there is like a little bit of blood coming through on his shirt. Like he hit it so hard that it did like draw some blood. And so he like tastes Hunter's Uh, blood. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, if Hunter only knew that him tasting his blood wasn't even the worst thing, he's also used your toothbrush, which is worse to me. And Hunter is like, you're out of line. He's like, untie me, you son of a bitch. And Moose is like, why are you so mean? And Hunter is like, why do you care about me so much? And Moose is like, because I love you. And I love you, 
and and I've seen all your movies and I love you. And Hunter is like, you looking for your 15 minutes of fame, man? He's like, they're going to call you a monster. And he's like, what's in the bag? And Moose is like, it's a surprise. Be patient, Hunter. And he pulls it out and it's a thing of kerosene. And okay. he starts pouring it all over Hunter. And Hunter is screaming oh and he's like, don't burn me. Don't burn me. Don't burn me. And then Moose stops and he's like, it's water. I'm not going to burn your house down. Question eight, what do you do? What does Hunter now do? So Hunter is now, he's tied. There's no getting out of these ropes. I'm going to be sweet as pie. Honey gets the bees. What's the saying? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to be so You catch nice. You catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Gonna be best friends. You know what? I thought about it. And you're right. You're right. I I was wrong. You were right. I was being a dick. And I really appreciate your support. Like, Mm -hmm. let's go grab a drink, my bud. My guy. (laughs) And uh, what does Hunter do? Hunter... Little hunty. Hey, hunty. Um, I'm going to say he tries to be nice now, too, because he's failed at being mean, and he seems to be a little scared that he was going to be lit on fire. So Yeah, he didn't love that at all. He was not a fan. I'm going to see if he changes to this tactic, maybe. He did, my bitch. He goes real nice. Um, This is where I was like, Let's please continue to give Devon Sawa more opportunities. He acts the flying fuck out of this. I was so fucking impressed, and I'll tell you why once we get into it. So he goes uber nice, um, and he's like, listen, man, I'll sign anything you want. He's like, I have the ceremonial dagger from from Vampire Killers or some movie or whatever. And he's like, uh, and then Moose is like, you think I'm a moron? And Hunter's like, I don't think anyone is a moron. He's like, um, and Moose is like, I've seen all your movies, even the bad ones. And Hunter's like, you got to understand something, bud. You hold the power in this relationship. He's like, you're a fan and I'm nothing without you. And Moose says, say that again. And Hunter's like, you're a fan without you. I'm nothing. Moose then says, are you hungry? I'm hungry. And like leaves the room. And Hunter is now like super frustrated. And because um, he's like, you stay there. Don't move. And Hunter's like, ah, yeah, I won't move. So now we have voiceover of Leah saying, Moose didn't just cross a line. He fucking nuked it. Honestly, I'd be scared too. Poor Moosey. And now we see that Moose is, like, having another fantasy moment where it's, like, the spotlight on Hunter Dunbar signing a book. And we hear Hunter being like, you know, come on up, guy, like, giving him a bunch of special attention and being like, what's your name, man? He's like, to Moose, with love, Hunter Dunbar, and, like, hands the book back to him. Mm -hmm. 
back to Hunter Dunbar tied to a bed. And he hears Moose going, Barbler, they're coming to get you, Barbler. <laughs> and Hunter just kind of looks at him like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And Moose gets really annoyed. He's like, Night of the Living Dead, why don't you know that? He's like, I'm starting to think you don't know anything about horror pictures. And he then goes, Danny is going to grow up hating you. And Hunter's like, don't talk about my son. Like, all of the anything that was calculated or alpha or anything Mm -hmm. just drops off his face. He's like, don't talk about my son. And Moose then comes in with the jar of the stuff that he, like, stuck his finger into. Uh And he's like, he's like, this isn't a treat. And he, like, puts his finger in the jar. And uh, he's like, you have no ice creams in the house. And he's like, taste this. And, like, sticks his fingers into Hunter's mouth. It's such a bummer. And so he's like, there's no ice cream in the house. And Hunter's like, I'll work on it, man. I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll get him some ice cream. And he's like, if you just untie these ropes, he's like, I can't get him ice cream unless you untie these ropes. And Moose is like, I can't do do that. And Hunter's like, of course you can. And Moose is like, you're going to get me in trouble. You're going to hurt me. And Hunter's like, nope, I won't do that. He's like, I know you're a good person. I seem mean and angry. I'm just really scared, man. Just really scared. And I know you are too. You're scared. You just want to leave. Right. And Moose kind of starts crying where it's Mm -hmm. like we sort of realize that like Moose at this point now feels like he can't leave even if Mm -hmm. he wanted to. It's pretty stuck. Yeah. And so Hunter's like, it's all right, man. It's it's okay." And Hunter or Moose comes and like sits on the bed and he's like, this doesn't feel good. Mm. And Hunter is like, hear me out. He's like, if you let me go, I swear to God. I will not call the police. And he's like, uh, it's a promise between you and me, man. I'll sign whatever you want, whenever you want. Lifetime commitment. And Moose is like, really? Because everything on eBay is a lie. Everything is going to be personally to me. And and Hunter's like, everything will be personally signed to you, to Moose. And he's like, he's like, you're a real smart guy. What's your name? All autographs personalized to you. And he's like, Moose. And he's like, all autographs personalized to Moose. And um, he's like, just don't hurt my kid, man. And Moose turns to him and is like, I would never hurt your son. Why would you even say that? And Hunter is like, just, he's like, just let me go, man. He's like, I'm an actor, right? He says, let's try this technique. It's called visualization. And Moose is like, what's that? And he's like, it means to imagine, okay? So try something with me. And he's like, just get comfortable. Just relax. Take a deep breath. Deep breath in. Breathe and sound. (laughs) Breathe and sound. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, now I want you to imagine you and me. We're going to change out of these dirty clothes. We're going to get all fresh and spiffy. We're going to go out on the town. You and me, bud. And the light of the scene now gets pink. Mm -hmm. And Musa is like, Musa and Franks? He's like, wherever you want, man. I'll call the manager. We'll go to Musa and Franks. 
And he's like, and then when it's all done, we'll get a big bowl of chocolate ice cream. And Moose is like, strawberry. And he's like, yep, we'll get a big bowl of strawberry ice cream. You got it, man. And he's like, and then we'll come back here and we'll watch some action flicks. And Moose then, like, lays down on Hunter Dunbar's chest. Like, I'm like, I know that, I know that you're kidnapped in your own house, but also... But it's also, so complicated. It's so complicated. And he's like, he's like, you just got to take these ropes off me, man. Okay. So, question nine. Moose agrees, and he takes one of your hands out of the rope. Okay? Question nine. What do you do? What does Hunter do? I'm going to keep playing this game of best friends. Um, and... I mean, untie my other hand and or get him to, you know, but to be like, yeah, let's go put on some suits and get together, you know, mm-hmm. just keep, keep, keep that vibe. Yeah. I think maybe he does some type of like aggressive act. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and I would definitely accept that because what. What he does, like, is slightly specific to the way he's sitting. So, like, I don't know that you would have gotten it. But he basically gets one hand out and he's like, put her there, buddy. Like, to hold his, shake shake his hand. And when he does that, he pulls him forward and headbutts him. Oh, yep. He then, the lights then go back to normal, like, of the scene. Uh And he grabs a gun, his Remington, whatever the fuck. From his side table. right, yeah. And Moose is like on the ground holding his head. He shoots his hand off. Whoa. And then grabs a knife from his nightstand. Oh, he's a Sammy. He's a real Sammy and cuts the other ropes off of Uh him, right? Moose is now crawling out of the room, like to, to crawl downstairs, Question 10, what do you do? What does Hunter do? I think hand in hand we shoot him. Zero points. Okay. What he does, what Hunter does, is he kicks him down the stairs. And I'll tell you why you didn't get a point for shooting him in a minute. Um, Kicks him down the stairs. And now we see that Hunter has gone into, like, shock. He's gone into shock, basically, because Mm -hmm. he's now very clearly playing an action hero. Okay. And, like, in a way that's, like, pretty upsetting. Uh, And he's like, you're a fan. I'm nothing without you. But, like, in a very sarcastic way. Uh He shoots the gun on either side of moose's head who's now like all the way down on the ground in front of the door basically shoots on either side of his head and moose like holds his ears because it like makes him death and then he like holds the gun to moose's belly and like fires but it like clicks and he's like oh ho 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 so like now he's like fucking with moose in a way that's like really upsetting and he's like no more bullets he then grabs his knife flips it Like an action star. Like he's in total like action star mode. Uh, And stabs Moose's 
eye out. Holy shit. He then, after he does that and like blood is going everywhere, Moose is holding his eye with his shot off hand and sobbing like a child. He's still alive? Yes. Yeah. And he's sobbing like a like a child, like a toddler that has been hurt. <laughs> it was so fucking upsetting. Like I, I had to hate this. I don't remember the last time that I had to stop a movie because I was too upset. upset. Yeah. I was too upset. At this point, seeing Moose so sort of pathetic snaps Hunter out of it, and he kind of backs up away from himself almost, Mm -hmm. and is like, (sighs) totally freaked out. Question 11, what do you do? What does Hunter do now? Call the police. I call the police for help, please. And... Hand in hand. One point for you. Hunter goes, grabs a towel, lifts poor crying moose up, and wraps his hand in the towel to, like, staunch the bleeding. Mm -hmm. Question 12, what do you now do? What does Hunter now do? Call the police again. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> E.T. Phone. I'm sorry. This movie broke me. Um, I know. Uh, hand in hand. <laughs> That's all I have. I don't know. (laughs) Point for you. So what Hunter does is he wraps up his hand real good because he basically, I think he like shot off like fingers almost, Uh like kind of like this, rocking out. I don't think it was the rock out fingers, but something like that. That's actually, I love you. Oh, what is rock? Oh, no, this is, yeah. Yeah. Guys, we're a audio platform you don't i'm cutting all of that um he unlocks the door and just kind of like walks him out and moose just kind of like kind of shuffles out just sort of whimpering um hunter then kind of does the slide down the door closes it and does the slide down the door the thing that no one's ever done in real life the the thing that no one's ever yeah exactly that exact thing but somehow when Devin did it, I was like, I buy it. <laughs> Keep your um, moose in your face. Ah, my moose is everywhere. Um, we then cut to a trail of blood on Hollywood Boulevard, like footprints. And moose walking down Hollywood Boulevard, crying. But then two guys come up and are speaking Spanish to him. And are like, your costume is so cool, man. And they like, <laughs> oh, no. They, like, take selfies with Moose. And Moose, like, tries to smile for them. And it, like, I was like, I can't handle this. I mean, I'm glad he's not dead. But, like, I this is so sad. They then run off. Leah is driving by. And she sees him. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's like, I'm going to get you some help, buddy. I'm going to get you some help. We then hear voiceover of Leah. And she's like, Hunter, he's an actor and a survivor. It's Dora I'm worried about. 
And I was like, Dora! I forgot all about Dora! And we see a shot of, like, now kind of decompose not, well, not decompose because it was, like, a day ago, but it's, like, the exact same position, still dead mm-hmm. in the lawn. Nobody has found her or anything. And we see Hunter, like, still, like, slumped down by the door. And then we hear a knock on it. It's the police. He opens it, covered in blood. And the gardener is there. And we just see the gardener nod to the police and look at Hunter. Cut to Hunter being taken away in handcuffs out of his own house. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We then cut to Leah helping Moose. And the voiceover says, I know, I know. Moose lost his hand and his eye. Eventually, he looked at it like a badge of honor. And then we just hear, uh, I just, all I wrote was, I am not a stalker, which I think we just hear like that yelled over the track, Uh or I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Credits. Uh, What? So Hunter went to jail for killing Dora? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I would fight that. There's... It's not my blood, or it's not her blood. There's yeah. someone else's blood. I'd be like, test the blood. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not her blood or my blood. There's someone else there and all yeah. the things in the house. Yeah. So. And so that but. was where I was like, I need to put a pin in this because, but you solved it. Because I was like, if he put it on social media, like, there's evidence that someone was b- breaking into his house, stalking him. So, like, saying, like, I didn't do that. The stalker that kept breaking in. That I also told the gardener about, you know, because like this is this is a pretty open and shut case kind of thing. But that's why I was like, you know, I think DNA has your back more than social media. Yeah. And and also but I was also like, wouldn't he like I guess he wouldn't like tag Hunter Dunbar in the selfie that he took. But other people may. But I guess, yeah, if he doesn't have a lot of follow. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, um. I'm just, uh. but that's why every time you were like, I'm just going to call the police. Cause literally like if he I had called the police, didn't call the police. I think he, I think there was a couple things at play and you know, when Devin listens to this and then um, calls us to present a word, he can tell me if I'm right or not. But I think what it looked like was like, he was super triggered by being put into like that, position Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he then went into like alpha aggressor mode then appeared to regret it and was more concerned about like like clearly had compassion for this guy and was sort of like if i call the police now this guy's definitely going to go to jail but like i don't think he was like thinking it so he was trying to do it out of like compassion i think yes i do i very much do yeah interesting because he, like, wrapped up his hand and stuff. Like, he definitely had, like, a split where he was like, what the fuck am I doing? He went into, like, dad mode, basically. Yeah. And then, like, wrapped up his hand and just kind of, like, shuffled him out the door. Like, literally didn't even say anything to him. Like, wasn't even like, don't come back here. Like, nobody spoke anything. He just shuffled him out. So I think he was just not prepared for, like, the level of shock he was in. But mm-hmm. the hunt, but the gardener had already come back and found a dead body. So, yeah. 
Well, and probably knew, probably knew that that Hunter had a history of kissing the maid, and yeah, so yeah. probably you know all of that stuff. No, I mean I see why the gardener thing. I'm not. I'm not mad at the gardener. Yeah, I, I see why the gardener <laughs> thinks that. Yeah. Uh, well, I hated that. Yeah, but not it in was, a way that um, it was, I didn't like it. It was More pretty upsetting. I gotta tell you. So this is what I was. I'm giving it up to Fred Durst. I, yeah, that fucking killed me. I hate. I was I'm so upset. I I, don't I was really feel upset, well, and I need to do something happy now. Yeah, I also am gonna have to say, like, I think the types of movies Devin has been in, he's like great in every movie that he's in. I don't know that I've ever seen him like do something where I'd be like, I wonder if he can pull this off. Like, I've just never seen him like this type of challenge. I'm like, put Devin in any movie. Like, he is a powerhouse actor. I was so fucking impressed because like, I think a lot of, I'm going to get a little nerdy for a second, but only for a second. The fact that Hunter, the character of Hunter is playing a character is very hard to play as an actor sometimes where it's like you almost want to telecast like I'm pretending to play a character but it's like no you just have to play the character like it was just mm-hmm. so seamless it was so genuine I was hats off and pants off <laughs> to Mr. Sawan oh my goodness yeah all right let me total your points hi Sammy's so we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okie dokie, Kim, you are absolutely slaying this game the last two episodes. You got three out of five for your dead or alive. You would have gotten three out of four, but I had to add Todd. <laughs> um, you got 17.5 out of 24 for your questions. You got your bonus point hey. of knowing what music he was playing for a total of 21.5 out of 29. Nice. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Um, so yeah, this was a uh, fanatic. What did I watch it on? I think I watched it on Prime, Amazon Prime, I believe. Um, both perf- I gotta say, both performances. I was pretty impressed. I was pretty, pretty impressed. Yeah. Um, but now I. Um... Now I have to go eat ice cream for dinner. I want to die. Yeah. Uh, speaking of films that make you so uncomfortable, you mm-hmm. want to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen all of, like, the things about the new Cronenberg film? No. You haven't seen any, like, headlines of people, like, leaving and, like, getting sick and stuff like that? Like, it's supposed no. to be, like, really, of what? really, what? really upsetting. What's the name of the movie? Uh, I forget. It's the new Cronenberg. Oh. Maybe, I'm just saying maybe, maybe I maybe – I, would pick up on it if I needed, but uh, I don't remember. People are so uh, uncomfortable that they're leaving, and like I think like the throwing up and stuff. 
Because, you oh, know, he's shit. like a body horror. Guy. Yeah. I think it's body horror, actually. I really just I'm can't. Just assuming, but I don't actually know. Yeah. I really just can't imagine. Ugh. It makes like, me scared I, to do it. But I also wonder, like, is there body horror that would make you or I barf? Uh, yeah. It's a real show called Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh! <laughs> I fucking hate it. I hate mm-hmm. it so much. And I watch that channel a lot. Yeah. And like literally the commercials. I can't up. tell you the amount that I'm screaming at the TV at those commercials. I'm like, don't show those commercials. <laughs> That's not okay. Because I'll be like eating or something. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not okay. I didn't ask to see that. Like, you yeah. need to, it's like offensive to my eyeballs. Yeah. I really fucking hate Like, I really hate it. And now they're That's like spreading it more to like foot doctor and whatever fucking other thing. Like. I know that people are like obsessed with that shit. It's so not for me. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm just no, sorry, I, I can't do it. I don't disagree with you. I think it's pretty surprising that for those commercials, they don't have whatever the gross thing is, like pixelated Blurred. out. Please blur it. Because also, wouldn't that make it's more people watch me. it? To be like, I'm so curious what that was. Yes, you know? great. Good marketing plan. Please, please let them know. Okay, I'll call them. Um, now I want to look it up actually though. What the movie's called? Crimes of the Future. And is it Cronenberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, some other thing came up about some movie called The Shrouds, and I was like, well, that's not it. Am I – is something else? But that's like a future movie. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, Crimes of the Future with Kristen Stewart. Ooh. Oh, wait. No, I have seen that. But I, I think I've only seen um, things about Kristen Stewart being really great in it. I haven't seen – any headlines about people barfing so uh, now i'm even more curious david cronenberg expects crimes of the future walkouts at can within the first five minutes oh shit david cronenberg we... expects revulsed walkouts of the movie well now we have to do it I'm obviously scared. i'll do it if you want no what then you do it live inside it oh so then you watch it do it but then I have to watch it with my eyeballs. Yes. You either have to watch it with your <laughs> eyeballs or your ears. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Living inside it is harder usually. But this might be a visual upsetting this. I don't okay. know. Well, how about we how about we do a Patreon poll of who the patrons want to watch it? Okay. And but tell I'm going to tell them my, my feelings. So they'll tell them your feelings. Me. <laughs> tell them your feelings. You write the whole thing. Tell them your feelings. And then the, we'll let the patrons decide who watches and who lives inside of it. Uh, um, okay. So, I guys. I don't know. So, but mostly I'm just very upset right now. So, I, I I need to come from it from a clear soul. You do you, girl. You clear that soul. My soul is soul very upset right now. I've you're spent s- a lot of time on the river sticks for the past yeah, two you hours. Did. You did. Okay. So, guys, the 200th episode is coming up. Go to our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive, maybe to suggest categories and or nominees and then join our Patreon so that you can vote on the winners. And it's going to be really fun. And Devin, if you I am just going to go ahead and slide on into your DMs and see if you'll present an award. Bye. Um, What else? What am I missing? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Cool. Uh, <laughs> this has been KK Sam. This has been Kim Can't Stay Alive, maybe. <laughs> Until next week. Stay alive, you stay- bitch. <laughs> stay alive. Bye. <laughs>
That was awesome. <laughs> that response was so fucking perfectly timed and funny. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.